Welcome to the audio version of Bogard Press's Through the Bible Adult Study Guide. Being true to the Word, Bogard Press has aided in the discipleship of thousands for over 100 years. Of those 100 years, the Through the Bible Adult Sunday School literature has been a staple to many. Join us as we listen to the Through the Bible Adult Study Guide with writer Brother Mark Clements. So grab your Bible and let's get started. This week's lesson is entitled, Rebellion and Renewal, from Exodus 32 through 35. Application, the student will consider the dangers of abandoning his appreciation for God's blessing and turning to man-made idols. Seeking the context, I have several memories of being home with my siblings while my parents were out of the house. We knew the basic rules of the house, the do's and don'ts, and we sometimes had a babysitter to monitor our behavior. Invariably, it did not take long before we broke the rules. Before long, we would wrestle in the living room, run down the hallway, jump on the bed, or throw the football inside the house. Sometimes we would break something, but whether we did or not, my parents always seemed to find out about our misbehavior once they returned. It is human nature to rebel when we think we can get away with it or because the authorities are nowhere to be found. Just like some drivers roll through stop signs when they do not see any police officers, we tend to push the limits of rebellion when we assume God does not pay attention to us. While Moses was enjoying communion with God on top of Mount Sinai, the people waited and became impatient. God gave Moses every commandment and expectation for his people, writing it down for him in tablets of stone. Of all the nations of the world, God desired his own nation of people to be different, standing out as holy among idolaters. Certainly Moses was in complete agreement with the concept of God having his own people with higher standards to follow, which would make them distinct from the rest of the world. What Moses did not know was that while he was receiving the very law which would make God's people distinctly holy, the people were rebelling against the God who had delivered them. Today's text shows us the spiritual journey each of us is traveling, which sometimes seems like a roller coaster. When we become lax in our pursuit of God and choose to ignore His leadership, we rebel against His will. This sin leads to a confrontation with God and His people who hold us accountable. Hopefully, the sin is confessed, forgiven, and the relationship restored. When I got in trouble as a child, there was always a confrontation and a punishment of some kind, but it always ended with reconciliation and restoration with my parents. As we journey through this text today, Remember that God dealt with his children out of a loving desire to shape them into his holy people distinct from the world. Like the anger of parents whose children break the rules, God's anger was justified, but it led to restoration and maturation of his children into holiness for his glory. How easy is it to wander astray from God? Searching the text. Number one, God exposes rebellion of heart. Exodus 32, 1 through 8. And when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down out of the mount, the people gathered themselves together unto Aaron and said unto him, Up, 
Make us gods which shall go before us. For as for this Moses, the man that brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we wot not what is become of him. And Aaron said unto them, Break off the golden earrings which are in the ears of your wives, of your sons, and of your daughters, and bring them unto me. And all the people break off the golden earrings which were in their ears, and brought them unto Aaron. And he received them at their hand, and fashioned it with a graving tool, after he had made it a molten calf. And they said, These be thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And when Aaron saw it, he built an altar before it. And Aaron made proclamation and said, Tomorrow is a feast to the Lord. And they rose up early on the morrow and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings. And the people sat down to eat and to drink and rose up to play. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go, get thee down, for thy people which thou broughtest out of the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves." They have turned aside quickly out of the way which I commanded them. They have made them a molten calf, and have worshipped it, and have sacrificed thereunto, and said, These be thy gods, O Israel, which have brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. I have recently begun training with a running coach. Each week he sends me the workouts I need to do in order to grow in running speed and efficiency. Every so often I have the chance to run with him. Recently, while running a workout, I began to tire and slowed my pace a little. Just as I began to slow down, I looked up and there was my coach. He had slowed his pace to encourage me. As he got closer, I began to speed up and finish the miles faster than I would have otherwise. This is human nature. When we are alone, We tend to revert to easier standards previously accomplished. But when we are in the presence of an encouraging authority, we tend to raise our standard of performance. The people of Israel had waited a little while for Moses to return from the top of the mountain, but they grew impatient. They knew what Moses heard from God was important and related to their worship of him. But instead of waiting for Moses to return with explicit instructions, they decided to forge ahead in religion based upon what they had experienced thus far. Aaron had been left in charge of leading the people in Moses' absence. When the people demanded Aaron make them gods to worship, he accommodated. Aaron gathered gold from the people and crafted an idol that resembled a calf. The people were pleased to declare the golden calf their god, so Aaron erroneously led them to offer sacrifices on an altar he constructed. They all feasted that day and celebrated their new god. Aaron ignorantly explained to the people that this was a feast to Jehovah. Exodus 32.5 Like all humans, the people of Israel desired to worship something. Most of the worship they had experienced was based on the polytheistic idolatry of Egypt. Even though they had been miraculously delivered from slavery by Jehovah and were headed toward a brand new land with a brand new understanding about the worship of God, they reverted to their previous idea of worship, which was an affront to God. It would be bad enough to see the people wholly given to idolatry, but what made this even worse was that Aaron claimed they were worshiping Jehovah. They adopted idol worship as their religious practice, but claimed they were worshiping the true God. 
While this happened at the foot of the mountain, God informed Moses at the top of the mountain. God told Moses that the people had deserted him in rebellion quickly and ordered him to descend the mountain to handle the matter. The people were at the foot of the mountain, separated from Moses by elevation and a cloud, so they must have assumed they would not be held accountable for their rebellion. God will not be mocked. He exposed their religious idolatry as rebellion and put Moses into motion to correct their error. We may be tempted to think we would never do something as heretical as the Israelites did that day. Perhaps we would not fashion a golden calf and offer sacrifices to it, but we should admit we are often tempted to revert to old habits and ways of life from which we have been delivered by the blood of Christ. Jesus has set us free from sin and ushered us into a new way of thinking, living, and worshiping God. If we are not careful, we may find ourselves living and worshiping God according to our former ways of life in sin. And when we do so, we become hypocrites just like the Israelites who worshiped an idol but claimed it was true worship of God. God cannot be mocked, and he will expose our rebellion of heart. Why is hypocrisy so dangerous? Number two. God supplies leaders with wisdom and courage. Exodus 32, 17 through 20. And when Joshua heard the noise of the people as they shouted, he said unto Moses, There is a noise of war in the camp. And he said, It is not the voice of them that shout for mastery, neither is it the voice of them that cry for being overcome, but the noise of them that sing do I hear. And it came to pass, as soon as he came nigh unto the camp, that he saw the calf and the dancing, and Moses' anger waxed hot, and he cast the tables out of his hands and brake them beneath the mount. And he took the calf which they had made and burnt it in the fire and ground it to powder and strawed it upon the water and made the children of Israel drink of it. Do you have someone in your life who can speak to you honestly about your walk with the Lord? We need godly leaders who will have the courage to give us wisdom and guidance when we wander astray. We should have pastors, teachers, deacons, and other church members ready to speak to us with courage and wisdom. These are gifts of God to His people. God became rightfully angry with His people who had turned aside from Him. They had willfully begun to walk down a path of self-destruction. God told Moses he would simply wipe them out and start fresh with him. Moses pleaded with God to show mercy to his people, so God chose to do so. Moses took the tablets written by the finger of God and headed back down the mountain. He collected Joshua on his way down, who told Moses he could hear noise of war in the camp. Exodus thirty-two seventeen. As Moses came near the camp, he saw people celebrating around the golden calf. Seeing this infuriated Moses. His anger burned hotly toward the people for their rebellion and toward Aaron for mishandling and misleading the people. Moses angrily cast down and broke the tablets God had given to him, symbolic of what Israel had done in their hypocritical idolatry. 
Moses ground the golden calf to dust and scattered it upon the water, and he then forced the people to drink the water. This was a form of punishment on the people which shamed them for their idolatry. This act also demonstrated to them that the God they chose to worship was simply something that could and should pass through their digestive system. Not only did Moses exhibit courage and wisdom in this leadership move, but he also showed his great love of the people whom God gave him to lead. This was an act of mercy to lead God's people toward holiness. The leaders whom God has placed in your life, whether a pastor, teacher, evangelist, deacon, or fellow church member, have been put there for the purpose of helping to shape you into the image of Christ. God has graced his leaders with courage and wisdom to stand firm on his word. May God grant his leaders with all they need to speak truth firmly to his people. And may we express our gratitude for our spiritual leaders. Who has God placed in your life to lead you with wisdom and courage? Have you expressed your thanks for them? Number three, God provides his people with accountability. Exodus thirty-two twenty-nine. For Moses had said, Consecrate yourselves to the day of the Lord, even every man upon his son and upon his brother, that he may bestow upon you a blessing this day. Moses confronted Aaron for leading the people into error. Aaron lied and said he simply threw the gold into the furnace and it came out as a calf. Exodus 32:24. Actually, Aaron had fashioned the gold into a calf with an engraving tool. Exodus 32:4. There would be a price to pay for their rebellion. Moses allowed the tribe of Levi to enter the camp and kill 3,000 men who led in the rebellion. Exodus 32:28. Later, God sent a plague upon the people to show punishment for their idolatry. Exodus 32:35. God holds his people accountable for their sin. We may not fully understand why God would be so angry with his people. Moses pointed out to Aaron that it was not simply that Israel had reverted to their old idolatrous habits in worshiping the calf. The people had spit in God's face by celebrating around an idol and calling it the worship of Jehovah. And now there would be a price to pay. What made this so terrible in Moses' eyes was the fact that the rest of the world was watching them as they misrepresented Jehovah, including their enemies. Exodus 32:25. We must never forget there are consequences for our sins. As God forgave his people, we also find forgiveness of our sins in the eyes of God through Jesus Christ. Forgiveness of sins does not eliminate the need for accountability from our fellow Christians, however. When we sin, especially publicly, we do damage to our testimony in misrepresenting Christ. The damage done to our relationships must be restored through accountability. God provides for this in the local New Testament church. May we allow ourselves to be held accountable as we journey with Jesus. How does a church family hold each other accountable? Setting the application. Perhaps one of the greatest examples of courageous leadership is seen in Moses' approach of God seeking forgiveness on behalf of the Israelites. Exodus 32:30. 30. 
Moses confidently came to Jehovah and admitted that the people had sinned greatly. Moses also knew that God was merciful and that he could reverently ask forgiveness from God. God said he would punish those who rebelled but would continue leading his people in freedom. Jesus, our Savior, has paid the price for our sins and has entered into God's presence to intercede on our behalf. We now have access to boldly and confidently approach God where we find mercy and forgiveness. Because of Jesus, God wipes away our sins and renews us daily through His Word and Holy Spirit. How has God renewed your life? Thanks, Brother Mark, for sharing such great truth with us this week. Join us next week as we take another look at God's Word with Brother Mark. Don't forget to join us daily on our Through the Bible Daily Devotionals on our daily devotional blog at www.bogardpress.org. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.